Oh, girl, a regular read of the latest LGBT+, trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to this season four of Girl. As usual, I'm joined by these two uh, hideous miscreants that I seem to bump into on regular occasion. It's the delicious Thotter Stew. I love the introduction was negative than delicious. You have a weird sense of taste, my love. <laughs> it's salty and Hi. sweet, much like yourself. Oh, Christ, that's literally my nickname. <laughs> What part were they licking? Actually, uh, moving on, we're here with Jim Bunny Glenn also. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, actually, <laughs> I actually have exciting news. Well, sure. I'm afraid you have to wait for the end for that, so just hold on to it. Oh, it's not an announcement. <laughs> but after four years of playing rugby and then moving to touch rugby because I couldn't hack Union, I scored yeah. my first try. Way! Oh, Is well that the equivalent done. of, that's, like, that's second nice. base? It's, it's like a rounder, <laughs> but for rugby. <laughs> and we're joined by uh, a guest we've wanted to have on for quite a while. We met them briefly at a RuPaul's DragCon UK 2023, and we're incredibly pleased to have them on the podcast. From RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 4, we have the amazing Copper Top. How are you doing, my dear? Why, I pets. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do an accent because that's incredibly rude and insensitive of me. So I thought I would just say it in my nice posh accent. (laughs) It's just like, what I, man, hast thou got 20 pence for the Metty? Dost thou know who my dad is? I want to hear your best Geordie's impression now. Yeah. Do it. Oh my goodness me! Right. Um, okay. Here we go. I need to. I need to. I need to take on Cheryl. I need to just embody Cheryl for a moment. Cosmo, worth it, girls. It's not you know. a thought opera. It's my life. <laughs> In your best, Cheryl. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. Here we go. Why I pet? <laughs> it's not a. Oh no, we're going into Irish. There, I'm sounding like Nadine Coyle. Stop, end, end. She's not an actress anymore. Wrong member, <laughs> wrong member. She's out, she's done. <laughs> no, didn't those two have a feud? A proper oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then, um, oh, what them queens called that did all the mockery videos, like the uh, Carrie Katona one. Queens of Pop. They did uh, a whole, like, um, Mickey Take song as Nadine and Cheryl. Oh, really? Worth a watch. Yeah, it's worth a See, watch. See, I'd love stuff like that on, what was that TV show we had a while ago, like uh, Celebrity Deathmatch and stuff. I'd love to see that, but with like Cheryl Cole and stuff. Like, yeah, Cheryl Cole, though, she's in um, that ghost thing on the West End at the moment. Um, is it 222? 222, I think it's called? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, I went to go and see it, and I was like, okay, stunt casting, she was in Girls Aloud, she's done very well. Actually, she was really bloody good. Really? Yeah. I was very surprised. Very surprised. I think that's it, though. It's like, you know, it's 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 a lot like we get with, like, um, Drag Race, where basically, like, you kind of, you know, like, because instance at uh, DragCon, we met Just May, and we were like, oh, you're really, like, funny in person, and you've got this wonderful personality, and then in the show, because of the edit, you don't get to see it, and you forget that we only get a lens into celebrity. Yeah, true say, true say. Yeah, Cheryl, everybody. I, did, I was going to say Cheryl... Cole, but it's not Cheryl Cole anymore. It's neither Cheryl Tweedy. <laughs> That's Cheryl. Fernandez. 
Is it I like that they've just tried to make it easier. They've gone, okay, you keep changing name. It's just Cheryl now. Cheryl, <laughs> it's, yeah. Don't change that bit. Just Cheryl. But she did a bloody lovely job. Five stars. Well done. That's really cool. That's really good to know, yeah. No, so how are you doing, Copper Top? We've, we've uh, already derailed. How are you? All about me. Um, I am bloody marvellous, thank you, my loves. I What am I up to at the moment? I'm actually taking a lovely, well-earned break. My march mm. is nice and quiet because, um, let's face it, it's been non-stop, which I appreciate. Don't get me wrong, but it has been non-stop that I've not even had time to poo. So um, we're having a lovely uh, month off um, before the tour kicks off in April. And uh, we're kicking off in Plymouth. And that's very exciting. Although that tour bus is going to smell awful, it is going to be exciting. I think maybe you should go to the toilet before the tour starts, just in preparation. I mean, we're so we're so blocked up, darling. I think it's going to come out very slowly across the 18 dates. <laughs> One oh, big God. juice finale. <laughs> Have a good douche. <laughs> no, speaking of douches, once upon a time, um, in my early 20s, when I first moved to London, I worked on reception in Sweatbox. And uh, none of the cleaners wanted to clean the douche room, the douching room, and that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> Hang and on, the douche you. room. <laughs> there was a douching area, yeah. And, oh uh, no! Honestly, the uh, the smell, my dears, was fresh. <laughs> you'd go in there wanting sex, and then you'd leave immediately, saying, "No, I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> yeah, you just like did, did they just have like you know a, a door that leads to a nunnery or something afterwards? Like actually, <laughs> Father, I have sinned. <laughs> That's it. Walk in and then walk out. I'm a side now. (laughs) (laughs) The power of the douching room. (laughs) Yeah, the douching room, my loves. It was uh, a a smell to behold. (laughs) So how has life been lately? Because obviously we saw you at uh, at DragCon UK and whatnot. You've got the tour coming up. Like, has it all been good since the show? Oh my gosh, it's been marvellous. Yeah, honestly. DragCon was beautiful. Um, It was just full of love. And um, let's face it, you know, on the show, you don't get an awful lot of praise. uh, But at DragCon, you get loads. So it's very nice. Yeah, that's it. Um, so no, it, it was it was just a lovely three days, full of a lot of love. It's tiring. I had onset bunions by the end of it, but mm. um, you know what's an onset bunion um, over just uh, lots of love. So um, we enjoyed it. And what was really nice, and I, you know, I kind of sat there smugly. Was um, booth was nice and busy over the three days, but then it got super busy after I performed. And uh, yeah, everyone was like, "Didn't know you could perform." <laughs> 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 well, this is the this is the bizarre thing, though. Obviously, on the, on this podcast, I sort of tend to complain about the show a little bit in the terms of it kind of goes, "Hey, this is the, you know, this is the the skill set we're going to judge people on," and then a lot of people don't really get a chance. Like, if they're a comedy queen, they might not get to the roast section, they might not get to the stand up or like you know acting sections and stuff. So, if you're a good performer, it's like, oh well, unless you're in the bottom and have to lip sync you kind of don't show that until like much later on 
And so it's it's because that was it. There were so many people. Like I remember being astounded by obviously she was a winner, but uh, Envy Peru, like seeing her on stage and being like, "Wow, okay, I had no idea that this, you know, this this was a thing," and it was amazing. Yeah, you know, when I watched the All Winners season, part of me was like, "Oh, actually," and I'm not just saying this because I was on the show, but actually, I would love to see a normal season where yeah, you just collect points along the way everyone gets a good old go and you get to kind of see what everyone's good at because um you know you talked about just may earlier but also same for starlet you know there's things that people haven't seen but hopefully you will see on the tour so uh yeah i think that platinum plunger was the best thing they brought in like the all winners season i was like that needs to steer yeah I mean, you know, they they wanted a twist. They turned it around, and I think out of all of it, you know, the platinum plunger is the thing that should <laughs> should stay. You know, all of this uh, lip sync, you know, la what is it, la la palooza? What's it called? Yeah, lip sync la la palooza. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Too many consonants for me, darlings. Um, but uh, you know, get rid of that. Get more of that plunger in, please. <laughs> I just like the idea of there being actual points. I I just hope that maybe at the end of the season, it's like an arcade where at the end you go to the gift shop and you can trade them in for like plastic little finger monsters or stuff or like, you know, a a weird pencil set or something. (laughs) Listen, we all love Eurovision and we love the points being allocated. So uh, I think it'd be funny to just, you know, issue points out. And um, yeah. It'd be nice to suddenly have a bit of a scoreboard throughout the whole season. You've got 12 episodes, and then, um, you know, one week some people are in the lead, and then the next week completely different people take the lead. It's going to be, I think it'd be fun. All around. Yeah, it, it's the fact of you can go from being like winner one week to going home the next. Totally. 100%. 100%. So recently you've had your song come out weird. And it's very punk rocky. And then you're on stage with Ryan J. Kane. And then you've been asking for a band lately as well. Is rock the way forward for Copper Top? Yes, 100%. So let me let me kind of reveal a little bit about myself. So um, growing up, um, she listened to a lot of Green Day, a lot of Hooperstank, The Used, Incubus. Um, the list goes on. And yeah. um, slowly over the years... I think when I first started drag, I was very, very pantomime because I love pantomime and I love pantomime dame, 100%. And then uh, <laughs> I suddenly was like, I am angry. <laughs> so uh, let's punk it up a bit. So um, yeah, Copper Top's taken a complete flip reverse. And, um, you know, I... she's uh, risen from the ashes, crystallized, um, <laughs> and is now a-, a punk rock queen. <laughs> After a long night of fucking, the trade didn't like it. The, the trade were not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> but the to be fair, the, it was the outfit we saw you at a drag con. Like, that was punk as fuck to, you know, to say it. Like, that was an amazing look that you had on the, was it the Sunday? Oh, yeah, 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 that studded I, one. Yeah. I think I fully yeah. tried to steal a jacket from you on the Sunday. Um, which you know, it was a very, very lovely jacket, but very sweaty. That back sweat was real, people. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, that, that's that, that's a thing that, like, you know, 
none of the queens really got to sit down. I think it was the only charity case that obviously had the sort of think ahead to be like going, I'll just lie down all day or I'll have a bed on my set. You know, it was like that was forward thinking, whereas everyone else was like, I'm going to wear stilettos. Oh, I'm on my feet for like nine hours. Okay, you know. To be fair, a horror had a tea room. That was good thinking. Yeah. He was sat down. Yeah. A few people were sat down. They had the right idea. But for me, I just think it's weird. Um, if people are coming to see you and you're just there, sat down, loose, just like, hello, darling, how are you? I like to get yeah. up and give them a hug. Hey, listen, you know, at the end of the day, what, what's a few bleeding toenails? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's your punk band name right there. So, yeah, Copper Top and the Bleeding Toenails. <laughs> I mean, that's a yeah, cool you, you, uh, that's, a, that's a band name. Yeah, there we go. Copper and the Bleeding Toenails. <laughs> what do you, you mention- do for a living? I'm a bleeding toenail. <laughs> well, uh, you, now you mentioned working with Ryan J. Keane. Like, we met him at DragCon as well. Like, what was that like? Oh, Ryan and I have been talking for years and years and years. And he did the guitar solo on my weirdo track. And um, here's the thing with Ryan Ryan uh, gets around the drag queens. <laughs> oh wow okay i thought he just <laughs> played guitar <laughs> and i was like baby we need to hurry up and get this sorted because um i'm seeing you with everybody else except me so let's get this let's get this hooked so i was very grateful when when he said yes um to drag con we had a blast on stage it was fabulous and um my track for the tour he's gonna do um a few twangalangs on there as well so um yeah, it's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> a few twang To use a technical term. <laughs> right, I'm so good with music, everybody. <laughs> what is the technical term? How very dare you? At least what? you didn't use the term play your banjo. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> There's always room for that, darling. <laughs> if he's worked his way through the rest of the queens, you know. I mean, here's the thing, right? There's a few single Pringles on this tour, and uh, we're not in hotels much. We are just on the tour bus. So that tour bus is going to be interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you should do is get your hands on Lady Camden's laptop and make a full night out of it. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. That laptop. <laughs> I really Not wish we'd found laptop. out more from her what is on that laptop. I would have asked, but I was under the impression she was actually coming on at some point. So I was like, oh. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, anyway, back, back to the current guest. Um, so, on the subject of playing a lot of rock tunes, is there a song that you've wanted to perform yet that you haven't got to? Oh, yes. I would love to um, do any Green Day song. Mm. To be honest, I would love to be an American Idiot the musical. That would be fun. Yeah, I, would, I, I can confirm it's great, and I would watch you in that. Yeah, I would love to do that. Because I, I, I trained as an actor and did musical theatre, and if I think of, like, drag and musical coming together, American Idiot would be the one for me. Um, I... I wouldn't turn down others, baby. We need the money. But <laughs> if I had a choice... It would be American Idiot. I think that'd be that'd be amazing. To be fair, it's like it's one of those ones. It's like Hedwig in the Angry Inch kind of thing, with that sort of like balance between drag and punk, and just being like, oh great, like because obviously my favorite, I, is it my favorite album? I think Dookie's probably my favorite album because that's got Basket Case on and stuff. Like, but like American Idiot is probably like the best for 
everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, they've got so many iconic tracks. It's just, yeah, it's a beautiful musical. Bloody love it. It's amazing. Well, okay, moving back to Drag Race, because we have to do this. It's like a legal obligation or something. But, uh, like, after being eliminated maybe too soon, you still managed to win a badge. So which challenge do you think would have guaranteed your second? Um, let's just say when I found out that the next episode was an improv challenge. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, only, if only you'd clutched on. Yeah, I was fuming. And then to be honest with you, the next four challenges. It, here's my theory, everybody. Here's my theory. <laughs> and I'll say it here live on the Girl Global podcast. Um, to be honest, I think they just didn't want me around because they'd be nervous that um, I might potentially, on an improv or a musical or a comedy or a snatch game challenge, even the acting challenge, I might, might just rise to the top. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, is this our conspiracy theory? Is this the, this you know, they would like keep all these theory. challenges away from Copper? Because let's face it, okay, um, I, I can lip sync. I don't love to lip sync, but I can lip sync. And um, the minute I was told to lip sync for my life against Pepper, I may come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's not come a fair on. fight, honestly. You don't want to hear that, do you? You're like, ah, oh, you're in the bottom. Oh, with who? Ah, no, that was my. Right? <laughs> right? I was like, Rigor Morris! Rigor Morris! <laughs> <laughs> when you know you're against Pepper, it's like, I'm just going to Ginny Lemon this. <laughs> I was so tempted. <laughs> we always ask the queens this. so We always try. We always try. Yeah. Within the limits of a certain nerd-da-a. 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 There we go. I'm going to do that again. Within the limits of a certain nerd-da-a. Any tea that we didn't get to see on the cameras. So far, we've got a crusty laptop that... Lady Camden brought to season 14. <laughs> the crusty um, laptop. It I'd sounds like a magic that. item in a video game. Ooh, Camden's crusty laptop. <laughs> that's, that, that's a World of Wonder show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, any tea from season four? Okay, this is quite a funny one. Uh, <laughs> so... We're on the topic of poo again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Welcome but, to Scat Talk. Yes, this is. I should be. I should be the Scat Queen, really. Um, but obviously, throughout filming, the, the Queen team are there for you, and they also escort you around the studios uh, when one needs a wee or a poo. Uh, the Queen team are there to escort you to said location to um, release yourself of uh, said fluid. And, um, yeah, let's just say they've heard it all and uh, there's constant talk about it. And um, between you three and I, Danny Beard has the loudest bowl farts. (laughs) (laughs) Are they as musical as the ones coming from his mouth? (laughs) I wish I could say yes. um, I I just love it if they were in tune, if they were, like, actually... (laughs) Three-part harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> Dubstep. <laughs> Not dubstep. <laughs> but dumpstep, that's what it'd be called, yeah. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I just it's it feels a bit weird though it feels a bit like you know like it, when you're in school and you have to ask to be excused or go to the toilet kind of thing it just seems a bit weird to regress to that and be like have a handler and be like hello I need to relieve myself and they'll be like what is it is it one or a two <laughs> it seems a bit odd to sort of go back to that it was that exactly <laughs> oh, and I, I I I feel did like... they did they have a douching room did they <laughs> There was no time for that, darling. Uh, if any of that <laughs> happened, it was uh, a prayer and some spit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I swear. See, there there, no... there's your album title. We've got the we've got the band name. We've got the album title. Suddenly, I've really segregated a huge audience. <laughs> <laughs> got a niche audience that definitely wants to know more now. <laughs> if you were ever invited back for UK All Stars. Of your season four family specifically, who would you want by your side and why? So this can be wholesome or shady. Totally up to you. I would love Cheddar Gorgeous by my side and Just May um, and Pixie Polite, I think. Um, okay. Reasons. May, reasons think... for each. So uh, reason for Just May is um, Just May just didn't have enough time to show what Just May does. And listen... Here's the thing. Um, there is more Jerry to, to see, everybody. There is more Jerry to see. Uh, you may get the same ginger wig with a white streak, <laughs> but you will see variations of that ginger wig and a white streak. And um, we love She's that. got it on her merch. She has, hey. to, she has to use it enough. She has been Absolutely. buying more wigs. I've seen the Instagram. And actually, she recently like... posted one with different makeup. And I was like, I don't know if I like it. Was that the was one like... where they were being divine? Yes. That was great. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. She phoned me the day after and I said, never do that again, please. Never do <laughs> It's that. like seeing your dad in a dress. I, like, I liked I it. That. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, I was like... <laughs> Versatility from just May. What? <laughs> well, that, that's the thing that I kind of like, though. I like that, like, she was kind of trolling a little bit, where she kind of comes on the show and she's like, this is the niche thing that I do. And you're like, okay, right? That's... And then she just lived up to it. She was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. I've done it. Cool. You should have heard like, her do it. It was great. <laughs> okay, so what about Cheds? Why would we have Cheds there? Oh, I just love Cheds. Ched is my spirit animal. I think um, I would love to get Cheddar on to um, just completely go in the opposite direction. Um, <laughs> to go out first and uh, <laughs> make me look really good. <laughs> you can swap outfits from that episode. Right? <laughs> I've burnt the white boots, though, so I'll have to make some more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them burnt. It was worth it. And what about Pixie? Pixie, I feel like... Uh, I, listen, I love Pixie. I feel like there were times when she was uh, a winner baby and she wasn't granted that. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, she deserves another go. Mm. I think that was it. When we spoke to Pixie, it was the idea of, you know, like, she's so talented, but then she was like, oh, you're in this competition as well. Oh, piss. You know, like, obviously, sort of, you know, no matter how confident you are, if you're like, oh, Danny Beard's here. Oh, Cheddar Gorgeous is here. Oh, Black Pepper's here. Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's not a fair lineup, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing it in real life as well, everybody. Uh, we, you know, a few of us are recently auditioning for something. And um, mm -hmm. we later discovered that uh, four of us went up for the same role. We were like, oh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> 
God but damn. uh you know it's it's all it's all it's all fun and games darling it's all fun and games oh amazing uh, talking about uh future gigs and touring like so what's your favorite memory from touring after the show aired oh um i guess this can also be like actual touring or actual sort of like you know viewing parties and such you know everything that happened as a result of the show yeah, I, I, genuine for me, it's just going out and meeting all the other drag performers. There's some amazing kings and queens out there who I've never met before. You know, you see each other on social media, but you get to meet in the flesh and you get to see them perform. I was doing the most amazing gig in Bristol recently. It was this kind of drag and circus hybrid and um, Licorice Black was there. And I've never seen Licorice perform ever in my life. I know who Licorice is. Licorice is very well known, but yeah, I've never seen them perform. And yeah, I found myself in the arse end of Blackpool having the most jolliest time. Yeah, I love it. I just love seeing all of the drag that's out there. Yeah, you realise that um, there's quite a lot of talent in the UK. Quite a lot of talent. We, we do. We have, a, we have at least five good queens in the UK. Somewhere. <laughs> Give or take. Give or somewhere. Not, not where I am. <laughs> not... <laughs> But no, it's, 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 it's really good fun. And, you know, the crowds have been amazing. It's also um, lovely to, you know, I love having my ego inflated. And at the moment, everyone is uh, chanting, you were robbed. And uh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> when you're not uh, rocking it on stage and living your punk princess life, what do you do to relax and have fun? Ooh, well, um, what am I doing at the moment? Okay, so I can tell you what I'm doing right now because uh, this is uh, this is quite a wild reinvention of my personal life. So I've just come out of a 12 year relationship. We're now a single Pringle, and uh, you know, tomorrow I'm going to a aerobics class at 7:30 in the morning um because i don't like the effort of it jim i don't like to put too much effort in but i do like to do a little bit of something you know one of the um i guess what they'd be called one of the other punters who's going uh has uh messaged me on instagram and said oh my god i've seen you're going to this class let's go for a coffee afterwards so i'm yeah. being a cosmopolitan woman and going for coffee after my aerobics class um, so yeah that's very nice that's very nice so speaking of future plans, I mean, this goes really well into my next question. <laughs> but genu- genuinely does, this was a good segue. If you could set up the rest of 2023 for yourself, obviously after season four tour, what what would you want to be doing? What would what would be the second half of your year? Okay, so three things, everybody. Thing number one is a giant Pride concert, um, which might be happening in London. Shush. Second thing is to start my own podcast. That'd be really fun. Mm. And the third thing is to put into the works my own TV game show. Um, I would love to host a game show. I love a game show. In my world, games mean prizes, which is what we love. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would love to eventually be the first drag queen to host a game show on primetime TV. And I know full well that the race has begun, that Vivian is very close. <laughs> I mean, we're just, totally just regarding Lily Savage here. To be fair, Lily yeah, Savage yeah, Lily does Savage exist. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Lily Savage! Like completely forgot Blankety Blank exists. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's a great idea. Like, I I genuinely, like, whenever I've done sort of game nights and stuff, I've actually gone, like, I really like this, but I help the contestants too much. The the game show would lose so much money because I'd just be like, look, the answer sounds a lot like... And then you say the answer with, like, a letter changed or something. (laughs) And and it's like, we've lost a million pounds because of you because you keep telling them the answers. I feel like that's what we do half the time when we have our game on the podcast. We just, we just don't have a million pounds worth of prizes. <laughs> no, but that's may, maybe about 52 pence worth. <laughs> so speaking of games and us giving prizes away that are worth not quite millions, um, but that they are wholesome. Who fancies a game? Each week, um, we do have a little game. They are generally usually quizzes. Um, it's been a while since we've done anything other than a quiz. It's never um, been Connect Force to you. It's always been questions. Look, if you get us all in a room, I will happily play Connect Hole. That would probably. actually be amazing, just getting a, a drag guest and just being like, we're going to play Connect Four, or we're going like, to play like Battleships or something. It wouldn't translate well over an audio podcast, but I'd love it. We can just <laughs> yeah, it'll be really stuff. weird. <laughs> People can listen to the dropping. It'll be like ASMR. It'll be beautiful. Oh, but that's what nice. we are going to play in honor of our lovely redhead guest is What's the Ginger Tea? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So this week's game is themed all around things or people that are ginger or ginger uh, adjacent. Stunning. <laughs> ginger adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll understand as the questions go on. Okay. Um, so, in typical fashion, we will have our lovely guest going first against one of our hosts. I have nominated the Velvet Snatch this week. Oh um, bollocks! <laughs> and I, why am I never I prepared for this? And Glenn point. has a pen in hand. Exactly. Hold on, hold, hold on. Is this being planned? Is this it some kind of happens. ambush? <laughs> no, it, a game it, ambush. It just so happens that me and Glenn's brains are in sync enough for him to literally have a pen ready for this moment. <laughs> I um, have a pen too. Do I not? Can I? Can I nah. dodge the game? Oh, damn it! Glenn got his pen out first. Sorry. Which is <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the case. <laughs> Didn't want to say in public though. So, are we ready? Uh, yes, I'm so ready. <laughs> Excellent. So, first question, Copper. True or false? Jerry Halliwell, her music video for It's Raining Men, currently has more than 24 million views. I'd say true. It is true. It has 24 and a bit million views. Might be 25 now, depends how many people wanted to listen to it yesterday. Gorgeous. Just May's doing her job well. <laughs> she is. She's learning the routine. I can also reveal that in that music video, she is blonde. <gasps> it was after she quit being Ginger Spice, so she went into blonde, you know. Yeah, she had, yeah. She had the Disney she moment. She tried to get it back, but um, too little too late, Jerry. Too little too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Velvet. True or false? Natural redheads can produce their own vitamin D. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, because I love the concept of it. It is actually true. Uh, yes! Because, because Superpowers. They, can't, they can't sufficiently absorb it as well due to the nature of their hair colour and their lighter skin yeah. tone. So when they're exposed to low light conditions, their body naturally um, creates vitamin D. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's the best X-Men power out there, but it's certainly, you know, if you can get access to Xavier's school for gifted... In- <laughs> Honestly, this is, my fav- this is the favourite fact I've ever found out on this podcast so far. Follow-up question. Copper, how is your vitamin D? 
<laughs> well, darlings, ask uh, several grinder hookups from Cheltenham this week and they'll tell you. <laughs> Have you been spreading the vitamin D around? <laughs> so the answer is no complaints. <laughs> my, my major question off the back of that is I've been to Cheltenham Spa. There are actual gays in Cheltenham Spa? Really? Where? There are actual gays. Not many, but there are. Mm. You have to switch your grinder radius to like 50 kilometers. <laughs> Do you know what the worst right. thing is, though? Is um, they've all been with each other, so it's like a weird um, arcelial network. It's really strange. Well, when there's oh. only 13 of you in the whole 20 mile radius, you know. You've got... Yeah, exactly. Gonna be some crossover. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next question. <laughs> Oh, we totally derail again with Grinder. Who's wow. not before? Um, Soakopper. Which ginger starred in the movies Zombieland, The Croods, and Crazy Stupid Love? <gasps> oh, Jesus. Not Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know what her name is. Ginger actress. You can at least yeah, probably have a guess. I, know. I, I can see her face. Stunning. Um... Iconic. She was in Spider-Man. She was in the... Who was? Oh, what is her bloody name? Anybody got a countdown clock? Oh, no. Ten. 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 Nine. What's her name? Would you like her name? Is this you officially giving up? I'm giving up. Just yeah, guess something. Is it the Cheeky Girls? Um, <laughs> uh, that would be like, no, merged together into some well, kind of weird amalgamation. Well actress no, it's um, Emma something. What's her name? Emma Rock. Stone? There we go. Yes, Emma Stone. Hey! I'm given that one. Not that, oh, I not have the pen. The you have the pen. You have the power. With great power comes a point for Copper Top. Um, okay, then. What about Miss Velvet? The ginger actress who plays Joan Harris in the TV show Mad Men. Oh, God. Velvet doesn't watch TV. I really Velvet don't. Know Mad Men. Um, okay, cool. So she's a ginger actress. She's in a show called Mad Men. So I can guess this. Um, she's very well endowed, if it helps. Oh. Well, that's a nice surprise for a grinder. Um, <laughs> okay, her name is um, Sophelia Baggins. No. Oh, damn it, so close. It's Christina Hendricks. Okay, right, cool. Um, So, yeah, none for you. Popper, who played the iconic Poison Ivy in Batman and Robin 1997? That would be Uma Thurman. That would be Uma Thurman. (laughs) (laughs) Velvet, in Family Guy, what is the name of Lois Griffin, the ginger? Her father. What is his name? Can I Google? Can we look away oh, as no. I Google? Damn it! <laughs> this is like watching me do a quiz. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, Dad. That is probably what Lois calls him, but it is <laughs> <laughs> Technically. Right. You can have a third of a point for that. A third of a point? We can have to because create a new it is column for this. correct, but his name is Carter Pudish. Oh. <sighs> right, yes, sorry. Um, Copper, how tall can a ginger plant typically grow in feet? <gasps> well, I know a ginger who is six foot three. But are they a plant? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, uh, like, should we say 
nine inches in feet, please. Oh, in Where? feet. I thought you meant the actual ginger spice. Um... <laughs> I know gingers yeah, are bigger no, than nine inches, though. No. Literally, a, 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 yeah. Well, we all know a few gingers bigger than nine inches. Okay. Thanks, Grinder. About... Oh, let's. Should we say like six, oh, four feet? Four feet is the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite large for a ginger plant. Um, I quite, I quite enjoyed that one. Right. The, the, the look of the gingers here. Um, Imagine all the curvy. I don't even know what hair color I am anymore. Actually, <laughs> you are um, see-through. You could Happy get a little time. orange felt tip and just do like one singular hair. <laughs> yeah, just be like, just, just for reference. <laughs> I was ginger once. Uh, off the back of that velvet, where is the ginger plant native to? Con- continent-wise. Um. <laughs> This is literally this. This might be right, but I don't. Jamaica, southeastern Asia, not even close. Ah, oh, damn it! I was thinking, literally thinking Jamaican ginger cake. That, that maybe that came first, uh, and then yeah, I was more thinking. I was more thinking curries, so I would have went more Asia. Mm. This is why it's used in a lot of curries because it is native as a plant. But um, the most important thing is you were wrong. So, <laughs> see, I think I know. I, I wasn't just wrong. I was consistent, <laughs> consistently wrong. Yes. Um, final question, Copper. What is Ed Sheeran's highest-selling song? Um, Shape of You. Correct. Damn. I I love that. I knew I would have got that, and I know two Ed Sheeran songs, so it was well, a trade-off here, between each of them. Here's one that you might get. What is Florence in the Machine's highest-selling song? Oh, see, I also only know two songs by Florence. It might and the be Machine. one of them. Is it? Is it that one she released? Yes, that's, she did. It's got music in it, and it's um. It might. Okay, I'm going to say, I don't think it is. I think it's the cover that she did, but I think it is, um, I want to say Dog Days Are Over because I prefer it. Incorrect. It is You've Got the Love. Yeah. I I thought it would be, but I was just like, no, Dog Days Are Over is a good song. I would have thought it was Dog Days Are Over. That was the second one. That was the second. second well, I, I think it was basically she released Dog Days and then everyone was like, who the fuck's this? She's amazing. And then she was like, and for my follow-up, you know. Yeah, that was. He's like, and now while you're listening. So, um, after five questions each, Glenn, I think I might. I think we've learned a lot from this quiz, mainly that Velvet is just as shit as me. So, (laughs) with. We're back on shit again! (laughs) One and one third point to the Velvet Snatch, and a whole (laughs) five points to the Copper Top. Well done! Well have we, done. Have we ever had a five out of five? We have, we have, but I think it was you, Stu. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me. Oh, well, Copper, yeah. we are equally intelligent. Well done. Ooh, Sweet maybe Sweet when, you do, when you do your podcast, do a quiz, and we will have a face-off. Oh, deal. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm just very pleased that I'm the first contestant ever to get a third of a point. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> so we're making records. Things. It's season four. We're trying new things. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to do the tiebreaker just for the fun and joys of another ginger-based question? Yes, let's do all the lols. Yeah. Okay, is, this is actually Stu, Stu, before we leave, before you read the question out, the my answer is thirty-seven and a half million. There we go. I mean, it, it's a, a valid attempt at an answer. 
Um, the question being, how many calories are there in a typical pack of 25 McFitties ginger nuts? I may have overestimated this. Would you like a secondary <laughs> attempt? No. I'm sticking with my first answer. So, Copper, um, if you can get any closer than however many million calories that was, you might win. I'm going to say, in an entire pack, 275 million hundred calories. Because <laughs> I actually don't think there's that many in ginger nuts. If you think there are less than 300 calories in a full pack of ginger nuts, you need oh, to no! read <laughs> I love how statistically you're still going to be closer than Oh, mine. absolutely. <laughs> Any, anything under 3 million would have done. Uh, there are, in a typical 25 pack, 1,175 per pack yeah. of 25. Not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. So you can eat a full pack and it's still only, what? Just under half, half your daily, daily calories. Uh, technically, two Domino's pizza slices, I, I assume. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. I judge everything now, and it might have something to do with my eating habits. But uh... <laughs> well, that was to the tiger bread crust. Is that Domino's? No, who who would that be? The problem is it might be a southern thing. Like I've realised that between the different parts, there's some deals that you get down there and some. Special offers elsewhere, but that sounds really nice, though, Tiger Bread Crust. I, I feel like there's a Tiger Bread Crust somewhere in the Domino's ether, and it's incredibly bougie. <laughs> I feel like there is. I'm, I'm not Googling it whatsoever right now. Instead um, of having a gooseberry <laughs> yoghurt, I'll have a Tiger Bread Crust on my pizza, darling. Gooseberry, yeah. not the gooseberry yoghurt. And alioli, yes. <laughs> and rocket. Could I have some rocket on my uh, takeaway pizza? Glenn, can you oh, say gooseberry yogurt again? Gooseberry <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> it sounds so good. <laughs> it's a Geordie accent oh. on goose. Gooseberry <laughs> yogurt. So, goose-berry moving on yogurt, a little. Oh, God. We're not going to go past it. So yes, no, thank you very much for the game. Uh, That was entirely uh, unexpected from me, because for some reason, despite there only being three of us, I never expect that I'll actually be the one doing the game. Moving on, though, we've got some lovely fan questions for you, Copper. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Oh my god, you're so ready. You look ready. You look ready. You look ready. Right, so Laura asks, where does your inspiration for drag come from? My inspiration for drag will always be Victoria Wood and uh, Julie Walters, because they are legends. But nowadays, aesthetically, um, Sex Pistols. It's the the, the punk evolution, the rock evolution that we're seeing here. Where we're going. Hot gingers (laughs) with spikes, it's a thing. Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know what my question I'm going to go like super magum here so <clears throat> Ted Talks asks is there a place you haven't performed yet you're eager to visit <laughs> um, that was that was, <laughs> that was that was a thing Glenn that was a thing that you did with your mouth and it was um, it happened. horrifying <laughs> Uh, because it's Ted Talks who's asked this question, um, I will have to say Bobby's in Newcastle. 
I've Ooh. heard a vicious rumour that that might be happening at some point in the future. Who knows, darling? What? <laughs> Horse Teen Idol would like to know how many suitcases you managed to take to Drag Race. How many suitcases? Well, here's a fun little thing. So um, now uh, we're all realising that um, a suitcase does not hold enough. So we're actually going for full-on cement bags. So um, I took three cement bags and three laundry bags worth of drag. And the Queen team love the cement bags. They really, really love them. It's like sugar. I'm sure it's like sugar and spice on Air 15. I noticed they had boxes when they were packing their stuff. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I think now, as long as there's a certain weight that you don't exceed, you know, if that costume's light but huge, um, mm. a cement bag is the way forward. <laughs> I I like that my my brain went the total opposite way with this question because you're asking like sort of how many suitcases and I was like is that to like put stuff that you've nicked in or something <laughs> I was gonna have a spell I, mean, I just assumed you sort of went with one outfit and loads of suitcases and just nicked everything in fact um in the stand up challenge when we return um that dress that I'm wearing is fabric that was nicked from the workroom and uh, I sewed into a dress because I needed to prove that I could sew. <laughs> I mean, you, put it, you immediately put the stalling item for good use, so... <laughs> I sort of walked in and the um, producers were like, I recognise this fabric. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that they just like, hang on a minute. <laughs> that wall's a bit empty. <laughs> I do love the fact that all all the queens who speak to you have some kind of memory of like, yeah, you, you know, we should regularly ask them what they nicked from drag I think race. that might have to be like next year's drag con question is going around all the stores and be like, what's the best thing you nicked from the set? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of thievery going on there. <laughs> I think it, but right. So um, I love how this is written on the sheet as some bald hooker's brother. <laughs> My my actual brother is a big fan of a UK drag race, especially and especially of you, Copper. And he he wanted to ask. He's given me a really elaborate question, so I'm going to paraphrase into something that even sounds remotely human. Uh, you know, he wanted to ask about your outfit that said "Ginger Fag." Now, obviously, like you know, it's a slur, and it reminds us a lot of insults that like were hurled at us as we were growing up. And uh, you know, and obviously, like that ties in with you know, what a ginger has to go through because obviously, like, yeah, it's... Um, but, like, do you think it was more for shock or was it, like, a, a statement? Um, a bit of both. Um, I knew I was not going to walk down the runway looking fashion-forward. Um, I wanted to walk down the runway looking like a bit of a clown because, you know, you feel like a bit of a clown. That's, that's you know, you, you, a lot of people said... I guess a lot of people um, who were bullied at school say they either felt like a bit of a clown or a bit of a weirdo you were kind of the other thing so I wanted to like walk down the runway looking like a big giant orange clown and um yeah I kind of said to myself um certainly the word fag has um not been so bold on the BBC before Mm. um so I'm going to make sure I do that and um you know, they signed it off, so I was like, brilliant, this is going to be fab. And, um, yeah, you know, that was a slur that I heard all the time. And it actually really wasn't to kind of go, oh, gingers suffer too. Actually, that was just kind of what I got. And it really was more like, um, 
I get. I guess it was kind of a a bit of a platform for kind of all of the names that we get called as as queer youth. Um, mm. And since then, and at DragCon as well, um, I've had so many people telling me kind of what they were called at school. And honestly, these kids are vicious, man. Honestly, some of these names, horrible, horrible. So yeah, it really was to. Um, just get people talking about bullying because it still goes on and it really is just about you being slightly other. I'm glad I did what I did. You know, what you didn't see Rue say was Rue said this is very arresting and Joanna Lumley was a very big fan because um, she got, she kind of got the statement and she got what it meant. But I knew it wasn't fashion forward. No way. <laughs> I, didn't know. I, I loved it though because obviously the, like, like you're saying, the message is that like, you know, at school especially because kids are so vicious, they will find something to bully you about like you know and it's the the idea of obviously if you start on the back foot by either being like you know clearly gay or if you are like you know ginger or something like that like my mum actually was saying today that she got bullied in school for having glasses and it's just like going you can't win you genuinely can't like win in these situations so it's I guess it's the idea of owning it and being proud of the 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 thing that someone might mock mock you for you know (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and, and the thing is, is like, I still hear it today, but it doesn't bother me as much because I'm like, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, really? I'm ginger. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, finally, so, I know. For me, it was always Glenda Bender was what I got called in school. <laughs> and it's like, I'm laughing at that. I, it's offensive, but I'm laughing oh. at it because it's Glenda Bender. And, you, well, and you picked a different drag name, Glenn, and you didn't go with Glenda Bender. No, but like at one point I did see it at Stu. I was like, I don't know whether to stick with SDI or whether to go to Glenda, the, like the Glenda Bender, and then it's because like Gender Bender, and then you can do so much more <laughs> with it. But like, you know, now even like within the rug, like within the IGR rugby clubs, like everyone just calls us Glenda, and it's just kind of like, meh, whatever. But like mm. as a teenager, everyone said Glenda, I'd like rip their throat out. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like, even when you are picked on, you can kind of use it as body armor, and it does kind of become. You can make a part of your identity in a fun way. And that's exactly what the ginger fag, like, you know, outfit did. It was the idea of going, hey, these words that used to be offensive. I'm making money on. (laughs) 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 Ha ha ha. I'm also very jealous that you got to meet Joanna Lumley because, oh, my God, I'd like give her whole arm. To meet her. So listen, let me let me tell you, let me give you an exclusive, everybody. You you saw some lovely things that Joanna Lumley said uh, in the edit, so I'm very grateful that they kept some of that stuff in. But my goodness me, when Michelle said I was one night walking down the runway, uh, Joanna Lumley was the one going, um, excuse me, <laughs> that was acting. That was she literally was being Julie Walters in that sketch. That was acting, and um. When she said that, I was just like, I can die happy because <laughs> I'm a massive fan of Joanna Lumley and she got it. <laughs> That's it. Having Joanna Lumley, having Joanna Lumley fight your corner is amazing. Like her character in Ab Fab, like massive Ab Fab fan, but I didn't realise her character was meant to be based off a of trans, but like as a trans person originally. And then afterwards, I'm like, it makes so much more sense, and I love it even more. <laughs> Yeah, she's literally the ally we all need. <laughs> she was like the ally, like when Rue was in nappies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of allies that we don't need, 
Um, just may off the back of that question somehow managed to ask if you could only pick one, would you prefer to be a ginger or a fag? <laughs> of course, just may said that. <laughs> I mean, uh, ginger for life, baby. But I'd really miss being a fag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's one or the other. You've got to go on to the heterosexual side. Oh, yeah, a you, you can't sit with us, I'm afraid. Oh, it'd be awful to be a straight ginger. <laughs> Is any ginger truly straight, though? Not from my experience. Well, I think I'll go with bag because uh, I could never turn the D down. <laughs> Very I, could be a, I could be a straight ginger who is DL, maybe. Mm. Or a straight ginger who's in a pagan. <laughs> Prince William. Mm. <laughs> Oh, right, now last question. It's definitely not Fotter Stew, but can you uh, you can promote you can promote any three drag acts that aren't on the telly. Who would you choose? <gasps> Rent Wood, who is a drag king in London, um, and honestly, quite simply, the most. And I hate using this word because it's a horrible word, but like underrated in terms of. Um, I think what's going on is Brent is not booked enough because people are threatened that Brent will outdo them. <laughs> and let's be honest, Brent is a star. Brent should be on TV in a heartbeat. So uh, Brent Wood, everybody, go follow Brent Wood. W-O-U-L-D-D, I believe, on the socials. Um, double D. We love a double D, baby. We love a double D. <laughs> Oh, another two. I am going to say Anti-Ginger in Manchester. Um, Anti-Ginger is old school drag and I love old school drag and I want more old school drag on Drag Race, please. And third, I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say Naya Thorne. N-A-Y-A. Naya Thorne. I really like her energy and her drive and her gumption. That's a word. <laughs> a bit of gumption. The gall and the gumption. No, that's great. The, the, those are great people. What we'll do is we'll uh, link them. We'll link their Instagrams in the description and whatnot so people can go and find them as well. There's many other people on that list that I would love to say, but uh, raise the magic number. Mm. Raise the magic number. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Coppertop. It's been absolutely wonderful speaking to you. Like, is there anything that you'd like to promote uh, before we go? Oh, um, well, I have to absolutely 100% say, please come and join us on the official Drag Race UK Season 4 Tour, starting on April the 12th and finishing on May the 8th. Um, please head to vossevents.com to uh, get your tickets we are literally all over the uk uh, but you have to come and see that there are still a few tickets left but when i say there's a few tickets left i mean it there's not many left people so make sure you come and join us on that and look out on my socials for a very exciting gig that is going to be released um to the public on the first of july everybody um oh. it's gonna be a, a major 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 something 
and I hope everybody can make it to London on the 1st of July. It sounds amazing. No, thank you so much for being on the show, Copper. Now, uh, is there anything that you, Rowdy Bunch, would like to promote? We are going to Totally Drag at Alton Towers. We will be promoting that, and that is on the 6th of May. Um, And anything that ever happens at Bobby's in Newcastle, go to it. It is a fabulous bar. Uh, we may or may not have a slight bias towards them. And I'm going to bring back Be Gay Do Crime. I think it's time. <laughs> oh, actually, okay. speaking of Bobby's Bar, they are actually going to be one of the bars hosting the UK Drag Idol competition. That's going to be from the 16th of April uh, each week for the heats. Mm-hmm. So comment, which drag queens would you like to see there? Go. Ah, that's a good one. Like, uh, what north what northeast queens you want to see in there? Gladys Sophie, Gloria Love. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and also, this is retroactive, but uh, basically, it will have finished by the time this episode goes out. But you can watch my series Snatch Talk up on YouTube, which covers Newcastle Drag Idol, which will have finished in time for UK Drag Idol. Very confusing. They're both called the same thing. Uh, and yeah, and you can basically follow the whole six-week competition there. So someone will have won by the time you're hearing this, uh, which is quite exciting. But you can always watch. You can always go back, l- relive the nostalgia of the moment. But yes, and also my in- you can follow me on Instagram at the Velvet Snatch and thevelvetsnatch.com for when the stars align and they update my gig listings rather than just <laughs> doing them. So, <laughs> speaking of drag competitions as well, um, you can catch the Gold Rush on YouTube, which is an online series uh, led by the fabulous Taylor Trash and Criola. And uh, speaking of Brentwood, one of the contestants. So, series three, by the time this goes out, will be streaming on YouTube. There is also a little article on our website if you want to read it. Amazing. No, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Copper Top. It has been so funny speaking to you. I've absolutely adored this. No, nope, I hope you so have a wonderful much. time. Bloody lovely to see you all again. <laughs> you too. Is now the time that we try and do a sign-off? Because this always it is. Off. But I'm I'm handing this over to you, Stu. Every time I do it, it fails. So it's up it's up to you to get the sign-off working. Yeah, sweet lord, Copper Top. If you had one way of signing off this podcast, what do you want us to all scream in unison? <gasps> I would get you to scream. Ging 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 Right. Okay, we can't even say bye at the same time. Okay, <laughs> well, <that's all. laughs> okay that that. How about that then? Will... I do that. And then you all just go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. That's the one. Yay. All right, everybody. Here we when, go. You, when you're ready. Thank you very much for tuning in, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed. Uh, tune in next time for more girl. Ging, 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 ging,